welcome to the Wellness and Chill podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Schultz, certified nutrition coach specializing in helping women gain muscle, take care of their gut health, and gain confidence along the way. Each episode, I'll be discussing wellness topics ranging from nutrition, fitness, mental health, and how we can all work to get closer to our authentic selves. I might even bring on a few special guests along the way. Thanks for taking the time to listen today, and I can't wait to get into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Wellness and Chill podcast. I'm very excited for today's episode because I'm joined by my friend Nikki. Nikki is a content creator, designer, podcast host, former model, mental health advocate, and the list truly goes on. She is a very multifaceted woman, which is so inspiring to me. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about prioritizing your mental health. So Nikki, before we get into the episode, do you want to briefly tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do, and also how you're feeling today? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. So a little about me is my name is Nikki Gal. I am a former model. I am a digital artist and founder of my digital design company, See Through Nikki. I am a mental health advocate alongside my podcast and platform, Raw Talk with Nikki Gal, which is a mental health advocacy platform I created for women to share their raw and unapologetic stories. And I am also the designer and founder of my own lingerie company, Gal Intimates, which is launching in October. So I'm feeling pretty motivated. I'm feeling pretty strong. I'm happy you know just go with the flow so yeah yeah that's amazing I just saw your post not too long ago I think you announced about your intimates brand and I'm so excited for that and I'm like Uh, man this girl doesn't stop she does it all (laughs) thank you so much yeah (laughs) but I would love to sort of dig a little bit deeper into your modeling experience because I know that you were in the modeling industry for a while and when we were sort of just brainstorming topics for this idea you seemed very passionate about mental health and um, telling your story about leaving the modeling industry. So I'd love to give you that space to do so. So if you want to just briefly go back and tell us about your experience in modeling. Absolutely. So I started modeling around 15 years old. That was roughly 10 years ago. Um, I'm 24 now. Um, But it was always something that I decided to pursue because I felt like it was something that I was just going to be good at. And my family told me that it was something that was just kind of meant to happen for me. So I went for it. Um, But looking back, it's funny because I feel as though the industry as a whole, not only in regards to my own experience, but also just in a general perspective can be mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. And even though I maintained a successful career, I still had to deal with, you know, many things that weren't so good for my mental being and my mental mindset. So I mean, we're looking at things like being in a fast paced industry so young, naturally being compared to and dealing with comparison, but also discovering and molding yourself into, you know, yourself and and just your whole entity as a human around cameras and the public so all those things were weighing heavily and mentally on me at the time um you know so that was just kind of how it was for me and you know I was in that industry for about four years and fortunately I limited myself so much and you know I feel like that's just the overall nature of the modeling industry you know so those are some key points that I kind of wanted to just kind of talk about and we can obviously elaborate more on them but those were just the key points that I felt like you know, I should mention. Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely do have the look for modeling. Every time I like am scrolling through my feed, I'm like, (laughs) you remind me of Bella Hadid in like Uh the strongest way. And I always actually mistake you for her. Like, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, 
I can imagine how taxing that can be, especially getting into the industry so young. And I could definitely see, you know, the pros and cons of that. But if you want to just go maybe a little bit deeper into how it affected you mentally, because I know you said that, you know, you had to experience some things with cameras in your face and just being compared, I think is probably a huge one. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, I mean, again, I was in the industry for about four years and um, I like to bring this point up too, you know, I limited myself so much and I feel like that's, again, just the overall nature of that modeling world and that industry. So, I mean, it's just so time consuming and so heavy of, of an industry to the point where you just tend to kind of mute everything else around you. And I muted everything around me, you know, it was so loud to the point where I muted out the rest of who I was. And that was kind of what I didn't want. You know, I wanted to be an individual. And, you know, again, I was getting muted out just what made me an individual. You know, I didn't see much of a life outside of modeling for myself. And I categorized myself as only one thing, which was at the time a model. And, you know, when you only categorize yourself or label yourself as one thing, to me, that's pretty scary, you know? So I didn't understand what my future life was going to be after I modeled. So I really had to take mental inventory on how I was going to navigate the situation and how I was going to be more or less free myself and be a free person. Um, I was just so tired of feeling branded and ultimately that's the feeling that I had. And I just wanted to feel free and, you know, not have the pressure of having to conform to other people's rules or expectations or other people's desires on what they wanted me to be or what they wanted my future to be. Um, So I just wanted to be myself and explore myself and define my own future as an individual. So, I mean, as far as comparison too, this is actually a pretty good, you know, thing I kind of wanted to touch on. This is kind of in correlation to what I was saying, but as far as comparison too, um, you know, I have like a little story that I can say. My old agency I was signed to when I was about 16 years old. That's when I got signed to my second agency. And there was another model there that apparently I quote unquote looked similar to. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally didn't really see it, but she was one of the main (laughs) models. (laughs) And because I've always thought of myself as, you know, my own person. I've never right. compared myself to other people. I, again, I've never, I just think that's very unhealthy and I've never wanted to practice that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in my agency, the second I walked in the door, they immediately, immediately compared me to that other model. And mm-hmm. right from the start, it was almost as if I was branded to, I guess, kind of be a competitor of her, but not only a competitor, but someone that they were consistently comparing me to. Right. And that was just kind of not good. So that's, that's also, you know, where the, the individual mindset comes in because I mean, before anything else, um, I'm a woman and as mm-hmm. women, we deserve to live a life that is authentically and apologetically ourselves as individuals. You know, we are individuals and I think it's extremely important as women to really own that individual title. Yeah. I mean, 100%. And, you know, it's good that you were able to sort of catch that at a young age and realize that, you know, I don't really want to be stuck being compared all the time or just being stuck to this one thing, which in your case was a model and nothing else. So I think that, you know, you are lucky that you were able to catch that at an early age instead of just going through your whole life and realizing that, you know, when you're like 30, 40. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, as women, I think we compare ourselves all the time, whether we mean to or not, especially in the age of social media. So having that extra pressure in the modeling industry on top of it, especially at the young age of 15, when you're still trying to like figure yourself out and insecurities are usually at an all time high. 
So I could totally see the challenge in that. And I'm really proud of you for being able to establish that. And now look at you, you know, you're not just a model, you are doing it all. So you truly very much. Yeah, you truly did go through (laughs) and do all of that, which is amazing. So would you say that that's sort of the main reason that you decided to leave the industry was just to explore more avenues? Absolutely. Um, Again, this kind of ties back into what I was saying about limiting myself. Um, You know, when you reach a point of just being considered one thing, it gets exhausting. And even though I didn't want to be a model for, you know, so long in my life, that was one of my main goals as a a child, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to do it. It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, you know, once you reach that point, it's, it's funny because I, I thought that once I reached that model point and I started, you know, getting jobs and and getting signed Mm -hmm. with agencies and reached that goal, I thought I was going to be fine. And that was just my life. But it's scary when you reach that point and then you're like, what do I do now? (laughs) What's going on? You know, so I really had to just again, take mental inventory and say to myself, you know, this isn't a forever career and I have to find more outlets that don't limit myself. I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, you really have to take control of your life and take control of your destiny. And as corny as that sounds, but it's so, so, so true. I mean, you really have to sit down and really understand, you know, what do I need and, you know, what's important to me. And, you know, ultimately too, what do I want as a human on this earth? I mean, we only live once, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you can't waste your time. You can't, you cannot waste your life away. Do what makes you happy. And if it's taking mental inventory and and quitting a job or quitting a career, do it. If it's going to better your mental health and if it's going to better your energy. Yeah. I couldn't have said that better because I totally agree. You know, you are in the driver's seat of your own life and you do have more control than I think a lot of the time we give ourselves credit for. You know, we often think, oh, we're just stuck in this nine to five job that we Mm -hmm. hate, but you know, it's paying the bills and this is what has to be done. But there are options out there. You know, it can be scary to sometimes take that risk, but usually the reward is so worth it for especially your mental health. Um, And I know now you are a huge mental health advocate and also have a podcast, Raw Talk with Nikki Gal. And I'd love to hear sort of your perspective a little bit on mental health and the work that you do on your podcast now. So Raw Talk with Nikki Gal was launched, uh, actually, ironically, last year, almost, yeah, a year now, (laughs) to to the point, to the exact. Um, It's interesting because when I started that platform, I didn't really know, you know, really what it was going to be or what direction I was going to go. Um, All I knew was that I needed to be an advocate for mental health throughout my whole life, whether I was in high school, middle school, even elementary school, you know, I saw... Uh, people around me that were struggling immensely with mental health and themselves. Mm -hmm. And when you're seeing that so young, it's when you're seeing your peers, your family, your friends, you know, it just gets to the point where you're like, I really need to do something about this. I cannot sit and be quiet anymore, you know? So I took that time out and really just, again, brainstormed on what I wanted to do for a platform. And, you know, Raw Talk with Nikki, I was born and that was something that was a project that works for a while. Um, you know, as everything is right. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Nothing comes overnight. <laughs> um, but it was important for me to really take that time out to really decide, uh, again, what direction, what flow I really wanted to go with it. Um, so Raw Talk with Nikki Gal ultimately was something that I just felt like, again, I needed to do, but also I need to do, you know, for myself. I think mm-hmm. as humans, we have to help each other out. And for me, helping women out and, and giving women a platform to speak about, you know, what's bothering them and, you know, get 
get you know stories out there raw real you know maybe some taboo people would consider taboo or yeah. you know too much or oversharing i really want to get all those stories out on a platform where you know someone can listen and say oh my gosh that happened to me the, the other day or oh my gosh i can relate to that so much i thought i was the only one going through it and yeah. that's ultimately what i really want to create because when you can relate to other people you don't feel so alone and you know, I, even in my own life, you know, I felt pretty alone for a while. And I was like, why can't anybody relate to me? I'm not yes. we've, we've all been there as women, you know, even, even as men, we've been there. And, you know, everyone has, everybody has. And, you know, it's extremely important to just, again, relate to each other, get the raw topics out there and talk. Why not talk? You know, we have these yeah. voices. Why not use them? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's more or less what Raw Talk, you know, has done. And um, again, that was a project, again, that I, I worked very hard on. And it's been so amazing just on my end, connecting with women that, you know, I I see every day, you know, you know, on Instagram or whatever, and really just hear their stories and, you know, really hear them out. And it's just such such a good, good place. And I want it to be a good platform and a safe place. I think when you have a safe place, you feel comfort. And I think comfort is what we all need and what we all desire. So yeah, absolutely. I relate to that a lot. Um, Even with starting my podcast, you know, I was doing the Instagram thing for a while and I still am, but I felt as though I wasn't being 100% authentic, I guess, just because Instagram is mostly pictures and videos and people aren't hearing, you know, the backstory of things. So I wanted something that, like you said, was a little bit more personal. And yeah, I talk about nutrition and fitness, but I also really like to talk about mental health and things that bother me. And a lot of my podcasts are like therapy sessions. And I've you know, struggled with mental health pretty much my whole life. I've been going yeah. to therapy since I was like 13 and I actually have therapy later today. So oh, awesome. therapy <laughs> therapy has always been something that has been there for me too. And, you know, I think I've learned a lot throughout those years too. So if I'm able to share and like you said, just help one or two people feel less alone because there's so much power in community and relating to other people that it can really, really help a person. Do you have any just like quick tips for someone who might be struggling mentally, either with anxiety or depression, or maybe something that has really helped you in the past, like something simple that someone has taught you that really tends to help you? Yeah, absolutely. I would say my three main tips would honestly be just discover your passions and take time out to navigate those passions. You know, take 20 minutes every day if you can. Uh, I know we're all busy, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you can, um, even in the shower, when you're showering or something or driving, you know, if you can just take a breather and understand your thoughts and how you're feeling. Um, and also just be proud of your accomplishments, no matter how big or small that they are. I mean, learning to be proud of yourself and being able to acknowledge your accomplishments as an individual will really help you in the long run. You know, it's okay to be proud of yourself. You need to be proud of yourself. You know, it's yes. okay to say, you know what, I just accomplished that. And you no, know, I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate. I'm yeah. going to be proud of myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's what I just learned. You know, I think to just being in your own zone. I think it's not so much about what other people are doing. It's more so about what you're doing. And, you know, if you're constantly comparing yourself, not just to people's appearances, but to people's lives and how, you know, they, what their work is and how they, you know, their Instagram feed is, you know, 
don't focus so much on other people. Focus on what you have and how you can improve what you have because that's what's going to, again, help you out in the long run. That's what's going to be the key to your own success and really your own motivation and drive. So yeah, those are just a few things that I've noticed within myself that I've learned and that I've learned from other people. So yeah, they've helped me a lot. I'll say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. You know, there are tips that, you know, I think a lot of us probably know, but a lot of us don't always actually think about like, yeah, we know, oh, well, if we spend too much time comparing ourselves, we're going to feel bad about ourselves, but maybe, you know, switch to a more action focus and really hone in on your own passions. And when you're so honed in on your own passions and your own projects, that leaves so much less time to scroll Instagram and look at what other people are doing. So you're totally right. And you know, it's something that I haven't really even thought about. But yeah, I would love to know more about your current passions, because I know you are doing so much, especially in like the content creation and now design space. So if you want to just plug your Intimates brand and just plug anything that you'd like to plug. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I mean, I mean, honestly, I would say the power of creativity uh, saved me. And I say that a lot, but it's true. (laughs) I mean, my art has not only guided me in a direction that I never thought I would be in, but it has made me learn and grow so much about myself, my life and my surroundings. And I mean, I've been a creative soul since the start. And I remember coloring coloring books on my parents' floor when I was three. And, you know, so my inner child was the ultimate motivation to launch my own designs and ultimately start my company. So my digital art company, See Through Nikki, was just something that happened overnight. And I had no expectations or anything on where it was or or when it was going to happen, but it just happened. And I feel like that's when you know that you're in the right place, when things just happen. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And that's how it went for me. And, you know, I practice that mentality with everything and, you know, everything that I do or anything that I launch or anything I decide to create, you have to trust that process. So, you know, my art company has just been really uh, my main thing. It's been something that, again, I'm so passionate on and, you know, and I I know so many people that are like, they have a project, right? And they'll say, I'm so passionate about it. (laughs) It's so true. It is. is Where it is, you know, it's so, so true. Um, I know it's like a broken record when people say that, but <laughs> it's so true. Um, and also too along, you know, my my lingerie line coming out, that too was something that I've been wanting to do since I was probably 17, 16, mm-hmm. around probably my teenage years. Um, you know, being in the modeling industry, I, I have never been a designer. I've only been the mannequin. So right, yeah. I've always wanted to switch the roles up. So that was something that, again, I'm so passionate on and something that I'm so excited for. I feel like lingerie, and not only lingerie, but just intimates in general, um, I feel like it's something that we all want. You know, we want to feel comfort. We want to feel confident under our clothes. And that's something that I really wanted to do with this brand. I didn't want it to just be another lingerie company. Right. I really wanted it because there's so many out there. I mean, there's so many. Um, You know, there's so many. And I didn't want it to be like a body, you know, the, the typical, oh, body positive thing, you know, like all the other brands say. Mm-hmm. I wanted to really just be one-on-one with the client and with the person and with myself. So I think my lingerie line, um, Gal Intimates, I think it's more so a, f- a reflection of me, but also a reflection of me through other people. I want people to wear my designs and feel comfortable, but also feel confident and feel like they can conquer the world. And really just feel like they have they have it you know they have it you know for so many years of my life especially when I modeled I used to think 
oh, if I don't look like a supermodel, I'll, you know, I'll never be a supermodel. I don't right. look like her. I don't look like this. It doesn't matter. What matters is really what's comfortable to you and what's comfortable to your eye and how you feel about yourself. You don't have to look like the pages of Vogue. You don't have to look like, you know, a centerfold of, you know, a magazine. You don't, right. you know, it's, it's important to just grab yourself and feel comfortable and feel cozy in your in your own life and, and and comfortable in your own skin you know and I really think that's where I really want my my launch to go um you know and that's something that I've practiced too I mean body body confidence is something that again throughout my whole modeling career um I it's been kind of weird it's been that weird space but it can be overwhelming but it can also be calming and I think when you reach a happy medium of that of course every day you're not going to have a perfect day it just doesn't happen yeah you know um even as a nutritionist yourself I mean there's days where you're bloating and you're like what the hell yeah (laughs) more days than I would like to admit (laughs) yeah and you're like you're like I do not feel good about myself today but you know I have to keep going so Mm -hmm. you know just to kind of feel comfort within that that's something that I really really want to reach with my brand and you know just just all of that and but also be creative too be creative do your own thing and you know just just vibe your own light I would say (laughs) yeah no that was perfectly said and I'm so excited for your intimates line to come out I will definitely be a customer because I'm so excited to see (laughs) what you come out with but you actually brought up something about being in the modeling field and dealing with that comparison and being in front and center of the light I was actually curious did you find that that helped your confidence or do you think that it more hurt your confidence that's such a good question. I would say both. Um, I It's funny. I've, I've gotten asked this question one other time. And it's so funny because the last time I didn't really know like what to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's kind of a crazy question. It's kind of like, ooh, what do I, how do I go with this? Um, <laughs> but honestly, yeah, that, that's a good question. I, w- I mean, honestly, I would say both because number one, it feels good. It feels good when you're in front of a camera and people are telling you what to do. And you're like, ooh, this is cool. I'm having my moment. This is so fun. This is of so Of course, cool. yeah. Of course. But then there's the other side of it. You're like, oh, am I not posing right? Am I not doing this right? What does he want? What does this person want? What does that person want? You know, and you tend to be kind of more so a people pleaser. And that kind of more or less works against your confidence and against your self-esteem. And, you know, for the longest time, I mean, again, I, I did modeling, you know, and I had, I worked with photographers that again, weren't the most professional with me, unfortunately, but I kind of just was, um, you know, I, I didn't take that too personally at the time, but I, cause I'm still on a job. I still had to work. Yeah. But just the fact that, you know, I was feeling good in that moment, but it was also those moments where I look back on the people that I worked with and I looked back on the photos that I did get, you know, received back to me where I'm like, Ooh, I could have done that better. Ooh, I yeah, I of like course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like my legs in that. I don't like the shirt. I don't like yeah. my <laughs> So that's kind of where that kind of comes back. But I think too, just, you know, being confident within yourself, it's so far beyond pictures. It's so far beyond selfies. It's so far beyond Instagram. It's really just owning yourself. And again, of course, I love a good photo of myself. Who doesn't? We all do. We all do, you know we love selfies and, and doing our makeup and wearing some cool clothes and taking pictures. But at the end of the day, that all comes off. Your makeup will come off. You know, the hairspray in your hair will get washed out in the shower. And you really just have yourself at the end of the day. So, you know, for me and my own personal experience, learning to reflect off those times in modeling where I do over-criticize the way my arm was in like a photo. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't like my makeup in that. Or, you know, I didn't like the photographer that I worked with in that shot. It's really more so me saying to myself, it's okay. 
I'm yeah. doing better now and I mm-hmm. will always be doing better. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, yeah. that is a part of me, but I grew from that. I released from that and I'm doing more than I ever will. So it's more so that, that type of mentality of, you know, gaining and, you know, kind of just, I don't want to say moving on, but moving on in a sense of growth and a sense of, you know, compassion for your older self or your younger self, you know, back in 2014, you know what I mean? So yeah, that was more so what I really needed to do. And I still practice that. Of course, I'll look at pictures from five years ago. And I'll be like, oh, that was not a good picture. <laughs> but I don't beat myself up for it anymore, you know. Or I'll say to myself, oh, you know, like, I wish I didn't work with that person. I wish I could have worked with another person. But right. I can't beat yourself up for the past. And you just have to move on, and essentially. So, yeah, that's kind of how I've, how I've kind of gone about my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing that you're able to sort of take the positives away from it and reflect on it that's now and, and see now because that's truly all that matters and is the most important. So I think that even though there were negatives, there were also a lot of positives that you were able to take away from that, which again, that's all that matters today. So. Exactly. Yeah. But where can people find you? What are your socials for, you know, your art pages, your new intimates line, your personals? Give us all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll start with my design company. My design company is See Through Nikki. Um, actually, T-H-R-U. <laughs> Not <laughs> the typical spelling of through. Um, and Nikki, N-I-K-I, my name. And then Raw Talk with Nikki Gal, you can find me on Spotify and Apple. And then also, too, um, my intimates line is actually through my main Instagram, um, property of NG. And I, that's actually only going to be through that Instagram. So I'm not doing any other like launching media for it. It's only going to be exclusive to my page. Um, so that's amazing. Yeah. So it's kind of like an exclusive situation, better get your hands on it before it's out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, so that's pretty much it for that. And, um, yeah, you know, but I'm so excited for everything coming out. And again, thank you so much for just being so supportive of me in my career and not only being supportive of me in a career, but being also so inspirational to me and, you know, my well-being. I think people like you, um, there's very far and few in between. And I think also on social media, I wanted to bring this up. There's so many people that will say, oh, I'm a wellness advocate or, oh, I'm a mental health advocate, right? But they're not. And you can tell. But with you and I, I can totally tell that your your heart is in everything that you do. And that means so much to me because it's so rare to see that nowadays. So I have to thank you for just creating this platform and all your other platforms and just being a boss woman yourself. I'm extremely proud of you. Aw, well, thank you so much. I'm smiling so hard right now. I appreciate you and everything that you said. And I'm very thankful for you as well. And always there supporting me as well. So but yeah, this was a great episode. It was so great having you on and really exploring different avenues within the modeling industry, which I've never talked to somebody in that industry before. So it was so cool to sort of get your perspective um, with that on mental health. And I will also leave all of your handles in the description. So it's easy to access. And yeah, thank you again for coming on. And we'll definitely have to stay in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen today. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon.